All right, it's a special edition of the Digital Side Hug. Uh, I'm David Rubio, and I've got with me three panelists here. Todd Lloyd, <laughs> David Skidmore, and David Knox. And each of these three have, have been a part of the Digital Side Hug at, at one point or another. Uh, and we have also, uh, each in, at different years, participated in an ideas class at the National Conference on Youth Ministries. Uh, Knox, I know you and Todd are teaching that class again this coming January when we convene for the National Conference in Dallas. Uh, we're going to do 30 ideas in 30 minutes. And so we are right up against our first minute now. So I'll start. Um, youth ministers, here's an idea. Do background checks. What? That's it. Now, each minute we're going to move on to a new idea. You're not the, recording now? No, I'm recording. The first one was do background checks. I, listen, I know that's laughable, but some of you out there don't do them. Do background checks. All right, next idea, Todd. Suddenly mine doesn't sound so... <clears throat> no, that had to be fast. Okay. I feel like what we about, all... Okay, okay. Go to Walmart the day after a holiday. I know that sounds ridiculous, but you don't know what kind of creativity or teaching or object lesson you'll get on the discount aisle at Walmart. One year we got Christmas ornaments for like nothing, like 25 cents. I got a big bag of plastic glass kind of Christmas ornaments, had the teens write whatever they wanted on it and then smash it against the side of the classroom. And it was a big win. They still remember that. So they, was, they were writing hopes and dreams? Yeah. And then you yeah. smashed them against the <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, you, you, you have to develop your, you know, when you walk through that aisle and you see something, you go, oh, that'd be good for an object lesson. Most of us know how to, <laughs> most of us can, can yeah. create from that point on. Yeah, that's good. And, and that is a great time. Now, obviously, any store would work that's but selling retail. Walmart. After <laughs> the day after a holiday. Okay, yes. good, good. I like that idea. Let's go. Uh, one of the neatest things that we've done with our group in recent months is we've had a couple of um, members of an older generation, a couple of widows or maybe a married couple that's been married for over 50 years, uh, come to our Wednesday night gathering, which we call True North. Uh, it's our midweek worship service. And we have um, the students write prayer requests uh, before we worship. We give that to that couple. They go into a room and they're praying during the entire worship time, during the entire teaching time. Um, and we'll ask that couple to give us a hymn that is one of their favorite hymns. They'll explain why it's one of their favorite hymns. It's often, almost always, something our teens have never heard or they don't sing very often. Uh, and then we sing it to them as an encouragement before they go off and pray for us. And every couple has come out of that room either with with tear-stained eyes or with very, you know, just humble hearts saying, this is one of the coolest things that we've ever done. And our teens love hearing, knowing that these um, that these people are praying for them throughout the entire service. No chance for crosstalk there. Next idea. Uh, mine, this is way less spiritual and something that I've actually never done. Something I've never done, but, uh, but I think it would be fun to try. Something, call it We Own the Night or something like that, but it, an extended period of time in the summer, maybe three or four nights, where you're up all night every night, and then you sleep in the day. So you're out doing things all night every night. Kind of like a vampire like a, retreat. Like a vampire <laughs> retreat sort of experience. <laughs> exactly. Where where you, I don't know what you would be doing all night long. I, I think you would, could find I'm creative. Yeah. yeah. So this is um, this is like a uh, like a local mission like trip. Like a local mission only trip or local camp it. experience, but you flip it, and you're doing... Okay. You know, you're doing stuff all night as opposed to... Oh, there are a lot of mis mission opportunities at night that you could do. Like feeding the homeless. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Cleaning gas station bathrooms or something like that in the uh, middle of the night. Yeah, experiencing yeah the, the areas where justice might be an issue in, in your town. Uh, that's a good one. Okay, next idea. 
this is something that that we have done here at Otter Creek, and and I'm sure some of you have as well. Cover the walls in your office with dry erase paint. Uh, it just and then of course and then of course purchase dry erase markers. Um, we love to dream, and having our is that two ideas? But no, it's just one. It's just one. Uh, okay. So. What we like, we just love. Anytime there's a discussion, we take different colored markers and we go to the board and we write down, and and it just assists the dreaming process. Whether we're coming up with new ideas for the future, or whether we're troubleshooting a problem that we're in the middle of, or whether we are debriefing a retreat that we just had, we don't have to wheel in a dry erase mark a board. We don't have to use pens and paper. We do it on the walls, and it saves paper. It does. Yeah, that's right. It's a green option. Next okay, idea. Okay, so what, we have a church that's very eclectic on our variety of schools. Uh, we have people that drive long distance to come in. Every year for back to school, we do a, uh, we want the church to pray for all the kids in our schools. Uh, yada, yada. We make magnets of every school. We put the logo of every school on a magnet. You, each person, as they leave, gets a different school that they can put on their refrigerator. They pray for our kids that are at that school every day when they see it on yeah. the refrigerator. Every Easy, school simple. has multiple magnets? Right. No, we have right. We have like uh, 30 magnets for Central High School, Thirty, well, 300 for each school, right, CA, right. and you just take one, and that's your school that you're going to pray for that school year. We try to get you to pick a school that's not the school that you, you go, to. go to. Do you do this for the whole congregation? Whole congregation. So everybody in the church takes, takes a magnet. I like that. It's really cool. Uh, this is pretty simple, but you um, print off a set of mailing address labels for everybody in your entire youth group. So you've got every name on a set of labels. Uh, I keep that in my desk along with a stack of postcards with our youth group logo on it. And every day I'll try to write at least two to three postcards a day because kids don't get mail mail. Right. Um, and so uh, when I peel off the address label, I don't, I don't have to take time to address it or look up the address. I stick the label on there, write the card. It takes you know, 15, 20 seconds, literally. I can do three of those a day. And then when I look at the address labels, I can see who I've not written. Um, and to make sure, okay, I've got to write that kid. And by the end of the year, all those labels are gone. And then uh, I start over again. You can do the same thing with oh, parents good. as well. I like the idea of just having the kids' names in front of you yeah. all year long. That's yeah. good, too, because yep. I'd never done that until this year. I started just having a list of every teenager in my group right in front of my face on yep. huge Post-it notes. Mm -hmm. Good idea. Um, another idea that I've never done but I think would be fun, um, uh, some sort of youth group um, dog show or pet show where everyone brings their pets to an event and you put on some sort of petting, best in show petting, petting zoo yeah like a youth group petting zoo sort of experience this would be every, like Thanksgiving day after the Detroit Lions football game <laughs> it, it, exactly what? like the, the, the American the, Kennel Association yeah so I oh. just think everyone bringing aka their pets and having a party American and, and giving out awards Watching them walk around and display their animals, maybe bringing in some people to judge, would be really fun to me. I, I, I uh, so whatever your animal is, ferret. Yeah, you bring sugar in glider. Anything. Sugar gliders would be great. No, don't keep them away from the dogs, but that would be really great. And this takes place in the gym, or what if your church yeah. doesn't have a gym? You can do it you outdoors. Do it outside, probably yeah. outside. All right, good, good. All right, for two reasons. Start a Bible reading group. Um, if you haven't read Andy Root's uh, books about you know the the this youth pastor named Nadia, um, who just she's in seminary and she's learning about how to how to do missions better, how to 
used the Bible in her ministry better. It, he, he recommends there's sort of this moment in there where students realize they enjoy reading the Bible more than they want to come to a class and listen to someone teach them. And so what if you took some students who seem to be hungry for more and scheduled a Bible reading group once a week, maybe it's super early before breakfast, and you just give them an opportunity to read the Bible with you and perhaps even invite older members of the congregation to do that with them. I think that could be awesome. All right. I know Rubio does something like this with his kickball games, but all we always have a huge capture the flag game at one of our retreats, like most human youth ministers probably also do. Sorry, my phone just rang. That's okay. Uh, so we, so I always take whatever's the trendiest movie and make the capture the flag game look like that movie. Change the rules, do something crazy, do something with Lord of the Rings, have one t- anyways just yeah, interstellar make something really bizarre out of something that kids are used to playing like take a kickball game and change the rules completely take a capture flag game change the rules completely kids will never forget that you, it's not a great idea but it it can be can you give us in 15 seconds an example of, of something you've done like that uh divided all the kids into classes from the lord of the rings had the dwarfs had to find the elves each 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 group of people had a special ability they had in order to finish the game uh, of Captain. Okay, good. We've got to move on. Um, our teens have lost some of the, the, the love of the hymns I talked about earlier. And so um, Robert Morgan has written uh, three volumes now called Then Sings My Soul. And it's the stories behind classic hymns. And it really brings to life when you hear uh, why someone wrote the song that they wrote um, uh, it, it gives you a completely new appreciation of the song. And then our teens will hear the story being read or taught, uh, and then we'll sing the song together uh, when it's sung in church or later on, especially at their grandparents' church. Uh, they, they know the story behind the hymn. And a lot of the praise songs also have stories behind them that are, that are cool. If, if, you, if you're at a church where the teens might be struggling to connect to the larger body in, in worship, you could, you could have the, the worship leader of your church come tell those stories mm-hmm. to make that connection. I think that's a really cool idea, Skid. Um, All right, Knox? Yeah, so I, I think it would be really fun when you're doing fundraising and different things like that for, uh, for trips. I, I'm not, I, I hate fundraising. I hate asking people for money. But um, I think it would be really neat to get your youth group families to commit to sacrificing something like cable or internet for a month at their house and and pay to this fund what they would have paid for cable or internet. And I think if you got 50 yeah. families to not pay 100 bucks for, for cable for a month, you could raise 5,000 bucks in the month of October to go towards your mission trip or something yeah. like that. I, I just think it would be really neat to sacrifice something as a family, organize things for the, that family during that month to kind of take the place of what they would be doing. That's awesome. And you, and you don't pick March. You know, you don't pick a month where everybody needs to be watching TV, but you <laughs> right. pick something like October. You don't pick Sweet Sweet. Yeah. So. Well, and, and most cable companies will allow you to suspend service yeah. without canceling service. All right, next idea. I'm actually stealing this one from uh, Corey Stumney, who sent me an email yesterday. Great idea, Corey. Uh, Corey was an intern for me a few summers ago, and he sent out an email yesterday that said, hey, I'm asking 15 of my mentors to recommend one book, and in 2015, I'm going to read all 15 of those books. He wants to He wants to become a better reader. He wants to improve you know, himself as a minister. 
And I, I just got so excited about that idea because immediately, you know, he was like, whatever book you want, it can be fiction, it can be ministry related. I immediately started thinking of these books that have helped shape me into the person that I am, the minister that I am. And, and I really want to think hard about which book I give him. But I loved the intentionality about saying, hey, you're a mentor. Tell me what book I should read. The thing that bums me out about that is I didn't make Corey's top 15 because I didn't <laughs> oh. get an email. So, Whoops. Oh, well. Corey, war and peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about the old idea of doing the, I know skids talk about Chinese Bible theater and stuff like that, but we, we call it remote control theater at our church. Where they get up and mimic a, as you read a Bible story, the kids role play it out. But this time with your remote control, you change the channel. So if you're watching the uh, story take place on ESPN, you change the channel and make the teens act as if it were on the weather channel. Then you change the channel again and you make them act it out as if it were on the Turner Classic Movie Channel <laughs> or the Disney Channel. Come up with your own. You can do the, uh, the headline news and it could get really liberal. Uh, it's whatever you want to do. All right. Ding the bell. No, nobody. Oh, okay. That's okay. Move on. <laughs> well, to play off that, you do the same night. Um, we have our kids bring a remote control from home, any remote control from any device, preferably a, a television with a lot of buttons. And they, they, or you can just print off a, a copy of a remote control and give everybody the same copy. But you pass the remote around and everybody picks a button on the remote that they, um, as if it were a remote for your life. For example, um, uh, let, let's see. What do you need to turn up in your life? What do you need to turn down in your life? What do you need to mute in your life? What do you need to rewind? Would you like to pause? Every one of those buttons corresponds to something we'd like in our life. Switch back channel. Switch back. There you go. And um, so, uh, just use the remote and 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 pick the buttons as though they were controlling your life and how that would work. Oh, and the, some remotes have a learn button. <laughs> and some have input. <laughs> That's good. Since we're on the remote topic, I thought I would throw out a remote. Oh, idea. yes. Three, three in a row. Um, inspired by my, my twin brother who in college um, bought universal remotes so he could control the televisions in our student center. And, and he just loved making people laugh by, by when they're watching TV or sitting below the TVs, he would turn it up really, really loud. And then they'd get up and turn it down. And he would always love when they would try to change the channel, he would hit it one more time than they hit it. And they could never get to the channel they wanted to get to and had no idea someone else was controlling. I think you could have fun at restaurants and other places where you could go in, program remotes, and see how long it took before people noticed you were controlling what was on with the television. With your entire youth group class? Well, with a few at a time. And you can do this at places like Starbucks where you were, while you were reading and journaling about Jesus. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a remote control idea as well. Uh, seriously, I didn't even think about this until we started with the remote control stuff. Um, you know, obviously, we're youth ministers. We love watching movies. We love great stories. And Skid, this came up in our podcast as we talked about your love of the of the TV show Lost. Every good story taps into the greatest story. And one movie that I really think does this well is, is kind of a modern day It's a Wonderful Life. It's called Click with Adam Sandler in it. Um, and I would simply say, you know, obviously go watch it before you show it to your youth group um but but that is a the the idea behind that movie is a very remote controlish idea where you know we sort of learn from this this uh our lives if we could control them you know perhaps we'd be sorry that we did uh, it's a great movie go watch it and one thing instead of just showing the obligatory movie clip in your in your class is reenact the movie 
That's really fun to do. <laughs> like, especially the close, like, fa- especially famous scenes, like, you know, the, yeah. the scaffold scene in Empire Strikes Back, or even lesser known scenes like the climax of, of the movie Angus, which has some great <laughs> points to it. And you just, kid, you show the clip, or you don't show the clip, and just kids from memory give them the script. Give kids the script and let them read it out. And that's a good way, instead of just showing a script or showing a scene from a movie, you know, the uh, the Dead Poet Society scene, Carpe yeah. Diem, would be a great one. And you have the kids oh, get a character, Captain. and they get to play it out. And that, that is really fun. Okay, we've got 15 more seconds. Great youth group movie. I'm going to say I Am David. The movie I Am David. I'd say Angus. Angus? If you can cut out the cussing. Uh, Ratatouille. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Toy Story is my favorite. Okay, awesome. And we're on. David. This is you. Oh, I thought that it was the end of the podcast. Um, (laughs) Uh, Let's see. One of the things that uh, we have done is, um, I call it yard sale, and you bring a large box full of all the kind of things that you might actually go and get at a yard sale, or perhaps you actually have gone to a yard sale and picked up a whole bunch of items. Every student comes and takes one thing out of the box, and either in smaller groups, if you have a, if you have a, a large youth group, or um, if you have a small group, everybody can go around and share. Just one way that something they're dealing with in their life right now or their faith journey is like the item they're holding in their hand. And it just forces them to make connections. It's always easier for students to talk when they have an object that they are focusing their attention to and not a room full of people. So they say, my life right now is like this object in this way. Everybody can share. Go around the room. I like that. It's awesome. Um... We do lots of, every summer we usually have some sort of movie marathon or TV show marathon where we watch through an entire series of of, of a show or yep. or an entire trilogy or Salem's Lot. quadrilogy of movies. Exactly. Great example. <laughs> um, but but uh, I, I was thinking about other ideas that you could stretch out over a series of days even, but but that would involve more slightly more activity or, or maybe just be really calm for students who don't get excited about watching a movie, but I, the idea of buying like a 5,000-piece puzzle or a few huge puzzles and spreading out over the gym floor and not leaving until they're put together, um, it, especially if you had a summer theme that revolved around Anger. something that you could <laughs> fit with that. Um, like, I just love the idea. And then, then you know, gluing them and, and painting them up and, in your And your brother would take like one piece from each puzzle and hide them in his pocket <laughs> and leave the room. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to say this. What, if you're married, then you have a spouse. And I would encourage you to go on dates with your spouse. But this idea Bring keeps going. No, no, no. This idea keeps going. One of the great date nights uh, that I ever had with my wife, it was not long after we moved here to this church here in, in Nashville, um, we took a bucket of ch- uh, sidewalk chalk. And our date, the whole date, we just drove to teens' houses, and in the dark, without them knowing it, we we ran up to their driveway, to their front porch, to the porch on the side of their house, wherever they were most likely to see it. And with sidewalk chalk, we told them that David and Becky Rubio love you, and we're glad you're in your life, or glad you're in our lives. And and it it was so enjoyable for me and Becky. We fell in love with it with each other more uh, on this sidewalk chalk date, and it blessed students. I heard a lot of feedback, so there's an idea. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is a we. Uh, if you do a movie retreat or have a night where you're focused on movies or whatever stories, 
have the kids draw the movie poster of their life. Let them draw. Be creative. This appeals to your artistic kids. Let them draw. You can They can give the rating of their story, whatever they want to do it, whatever their title is. It's kind of a fun activity. We've done it several places. It always works really That's well. That's a cool idea, having them think through what the rating of their story would be. Yeah. Even if you don't have them say it out loud, or maybe they say it to themselves or to to the person they're sitting beside and Yeah, it's not trust. necessarily a lighthearted activity. Right. I think That's... you set it up pretty, like, it's a, we really want you to think about this. So, anyways. That's neat. That's great. Uh, we got 10 more seconds on this idea. Any any other thoughts? Any follow-up? Anybody want to criticize Todd's uh, idea? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, years ago, I came up with an idea I called Zoom and Focus. I get a, a digital camera, um, a video camera with a really good digital zoom. You zoom in on something in the room, uh, for example, the like the outlet cover or the handle of a water fountain, and you, you, you tape it and you slowly zoom out on it. You show this uh, series of videos to the students. They try to guess what the object is, most of the time they can't tell what it is when it's really, really close. As they zoom out, you can begin to tell what it is, and it becomes obvious. And there are things that everybody knows what they are, like the bottom of a light bulb. But you can apply this by talking with students that when you're looking at a problem so close and up close by yourself, you can't really tell or make any sense out of it. And when you zoom out and you focus, it becomes a little more obvious where it fits. Um, and so you can have a lot of fun with it, but you can also apply it with a spiritual truth that sometimes we need to get away from a, um, a situation before we can kind of tell exactly what it is and what's going on. That's good. Um, I think now that we're approaching the holiday season, that's something fun to do to say thank you to our shepherds at our church would be to dress up like a traveling live nativity scene and visit their houses around the holidays, complete with a baby Jesus and animals, and just show pile up into the church bus with a handful of teens and visit families. It's not caroling. You just knock on the door and then just stand there when they come to the door. Um, maybe you have a small little gift for them, but I just think instead, I can't like, imagine. Like a, like a ferret or a sugar so instead glider. of instead of the shepherds coming to the to the birth of Jesus, you're going to the shepherds. You're taking it to the and shepherds, saying thank you for serving. Or you could dress like King Herod and then go warn the shepherds. About, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> and you could take sidewalk chalk and write them a message. Exactly. Way that way. Do not go see the baby Jesus. <laughs> that is a great great idea. The Herod. I, I I'm gonna say. Just find a way to normalize conversations about sex for your teens and their parents. Um, I'm always amazed at how infrequently parents and, and their teens talk about sex. They, they need to be talking about it more. Find some way. A couple of ideas for how to do this would be have a movie night where you tell parents in advance, the movie we're going to watch is going to have some situations in it that will make everyone uncomfortable. You know, a PG-13 movie, let's say 21 Jump Street, something that you know teens will find funny, but maybe sitting next to their parents, they might not find it quite as funny, that gets the conversation going. Bring in an expert to talk about sex. Um, use the book of Song of Songs from the Bible. Do a parenting class where you look at Song of Songs. Have some moms and dads reading those verses together. Woo! Hey, really simple idea. The the uh, this is so simple. I'm sure some of you guys do this, but the game that has caught that is that my kids love the most is simply we play a game called Zombies, taking the success of Night of the Living Dead or all that Walking Dead stuff. You just have one person be the zombie, and they can't run. They have to act like a zombie, and they basically chase everybody else. So they're going like a slee stack. Yeah, and once they when they tag the person, that becomes a zombie, and they can't run either. And it's just a really slow time killer game that's great for adults. We can just sit there and let it happen. 
That's it. I, I actually forgot the idea okay. I was going to share. And but, to so so we got we got a few seconds left. Best youth group game. He, he, zombie night is one. I, I mean, Bird on a Perch is a great game that I actually learned from from David Skidmore here. Gargoyles. Uh, another great game. I, I, space counting has become my favorite game, but it's really hard to describe this way. But but it's a game okay, called Space Hurry, hurry. we've got uh, a few m- more seconds. musical chairs of death, but you can't explain yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. Move on. Like Next idea. Um, okay, uh, get your cell phones. The kids love to have their phones. You do a scavenger hunt with their cell phones ah, sitting in the room, where they where. <laughs> That was it. Where you call out a picture on their phone, they have to then look up the picture and see who's got a picture of themselves at the beach or a picture of themselves with Santa or a picture of themselves at a major, uh, at a professional uh, sporting event. Well, all the kids know their phones. They know they've got these pictures. They can find them pretty quickly. Then you end up having some time where you call out um, uh, stories from the Bible, stories from Scripture, and where those stories are found. Um, I have more time. That time did not. The time did not yeah, run out. It, it, you got about ten more seconds. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, and so, then you call out stories from the Bible, and they, they're not probably going to find those as quickly. But the point is, when you're familiar with something and you spend a lot of time yeah. with it, you know exactly where to find the things. That you're looking is a for. great, great idea. Yeah. Here's an idea that we um, we actually do right now with our middle schoolers, and, and we do it about every other week. We have what we call dinner for ten, and they sign up online, and they don't know who else is showing up at our house. But Susan and I are two of the ten. And then eight random students will show up at our house on thir- a Thursday night, and it's just for an hour and 15 minutes. And we eat together, we sit around our table, we have dessert, and then they go home. And, um, and, and I send the parents, you know, info about all the restaurants in the area so they can go on like a little date night with us but, or with the, the, by themselves. Right. And it has blessed our ministry more than anything in the last year. Hey, how do they sign up? Is there a, There's a signupgenius.com mm-hmm. is okay. a pretty amazing website. That, that and so once Tina signed up, it, it tells you it, you're it, locked it blocks. out. Yeah, it, it, lock, it locks it out. And you can't see the names. I can see the names, but they can't see the names of who else has signed up. How, of course, quick, how quickly does it fill up? Um, pretty rarely do we have all 10 Three, people there but two. but it feels up pretty quick okay uh i'm gonna say simply get on your phone your your android or iphone and look up the app space team you're welcome all right we should have had our space team app have ready to play we, right now yes. so I, th- this idea can be expanded, obviously, to include lots of different games that uh, that you know apps that can allow you to play different stuff. But if you you guys have, have y'all all played Space Team? Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. it is it is really fun. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. It's clean, um, but it also illustrates sort of what how, how difficult it is to communicate. You know when things are spinning out of control. So anyway, space team, uh, space team. That's all it is. The app, space team. Not space team alpha. Correct. All right. So <laughs> not even close. March Madness. Uh, create your own 64 priority tournament. List 64 things that could be in a priority in a teen's life and have them one night actually work out the tournament to see what their number one priority is. I love that. That's really interesting. Yeah. That reminds have me. Have you of, done this or? Oh you, yeah, I do it every year. March Madness. Is it pretty consistent as to how it ends yeah. up? Yeah. And is how do you pre-rank them? Uh, I seed them, like, okay. in my mind. That, yeah. That's the m- well, most you're one fun of the, part to me. Yeah. You're one of the great list makers. So, I mean, that, <laughs> that would be fun, fun for me. you to list, you know, to come up with a, a, the top 500, you know. Well, friends then, is always, you know, Friends is going to win most of the friends time. Friends usually wins? Unless, you know, the, the TV ch- show the church or kids the concept? Always, <laughs> the concept. Okay. The church kids always pick God. 
I, yeah, that is a great, great idea. A song by Michael. What are the? Smith. What are? The, what, can you give us the number one seeds if we're making our own tournament? Uh, I would say like schoolwork, uh, sports. Uh, you know, too late. Yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, an idea I call Third Timothy, where you get uh, older uh, men on a retreat that will will write a letter to younger men. Uh, very similar to what we see in First and Second Timothy. You can obviously do this with older women writing to younger women as well. But the idea is somebody from an older generation writing a two or three chapter letter saying, here are some things I would, would want to say to myself when I was your age. I wish somebody had said these things to me. So you can have 10 different people write them. You can put them all together in a, uh, in a book um, and give that book out so that a teen has access to uh, eight, nine, ten, you know, several different um, uh, pages uh, of third Timothy letters from somebody that's older. All right, good. Uh, and it, ten more seconds. I love the idea. Well, what's another book from Scripture that we could, could do that with? Extend to a new Song kind of, of Solomon. Proverbs. All right, Song of Solomon. All right, thank you. Knox. Um, I, this, I've never done this idea because it would require an insane amount of work that I don't want to do. But um, I, I've always loved the idea of a youth group yearbook and, and a yearbook signing day and, <laughs> and like senior pictures and senior quotes. Yeah. And I don't know if you doing the superlatives might get a little difficult. We do you, that would, all the time. you would not want to poke fun, but, but you could have a lot of fun doing that. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, to somehow create a youth group yearbook on a yearly basis or every couple of years that they could could share memories. We almost did that as a summer theme we, we one did. year, yeah. and we 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 basically started pricing out you know how to go about doing that. Uh, I would have loved to see that. Maybe one day we do that. He's Maybe we even do that. Seconds. Okay, no, ne- next uh, last one. This is the last one. Okay, well. Um, uh, okay. Unless, unless we want to take a little time last just for no, ten seconds each one time, of us. I think uh, one of the things. Okay, if I've got my last minute, the... Um, it's not even a minute. You've got less than that. Okay, okay. Uh, of all the things I've done in 19 years of ministry that have been the most meaningful, that I think have changed the lives of most of the students... Yep, that's it. We're going to have to move on. Uh, that's 30 ideas in 30 minutes. Maybe we'll do another one of these podcasts and we can finish that idea then, Skid. Uh, Knox, Skid, Todd... Uh, thank you so much for joining us. The Digital Side Hug, as we close out with our regular Hallelujah Bumper Chorus, um, I want to I just ask this Morris Gregwire question as you guys get ready to leave, because um, this, is, this is a unique question that he asks. Uh, as you know, he's the author of Asking Can Be Fun, and he says, get, organize a wiffle ball tournament, and now come back together and answer the question, what was your favorite memory of your most recent wiffle ball tournament? So there you go. It's like a homework assignment for <laughs> youth ministers. Uh, there it is. 30, actually, thanks to Morris Gregwire, 31 ideas in 31 minutes. We'll see you later. Had you not asked that, I could have shared the rest of my life changing ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Digital Side Hug. You guys want to say goodbye? Or goodbye. Never too old to wish upon a star. <laughs> I'd like to say that. It... <laughs> and action.